Welcome back to the Larry Lakers. Lakers 105, Phoenix 100, the fourth quarter. Was it fantastic? Is it? Long live LeBron v KD, but don't forget about AD. Is good wood, good wood. AD returns, but Reeves Rui, they go missing. It's 84-87, a time freeze. It was on for the longest amount of time. The score, 84-87, are they magic mystical numbers? Are they as magic as five years between competition games with LeBron James and KD? Would that be a beautiful moment in basketball to freeze in time? Did the battle of the non-LeBrons and the KD minutes really be the key in this game, or was it? A fourth quarter battle going head to head that was the key. LeBron versus KD. Should Jackson Hayes wear the number zero zero? We'll look at that and more. What about questions like, did Ham cook Vogel in fourth quarter defense? We've been waiting for some small tan jobs. Lakers win without Shafino. But of course, who were the Suns missing? Put the D back in D'Angelo. And is it V? for victory Vincent winning without scoring is that a trick he's bought from the Miami Heat LeBron I can play point but do you get my point but can he also play fourth quarters all season this year those questions and more from our listeners on the Larry Lakers dribbling chit chat rodeo look at this one fourth quarter fantastic but like uh, the learner in a manual car, was it a bit like that, says Manuel from Minnesota. Well, Manuel, this is a great question because the Lakers were minus 12 at the start of the quarter and 28 to 11, they went on a run, a 28 to 11 run. That was fantastic. And it was the game changer. They brought LeBron on. It looked just like the manual that you're talking about. Fits and starts, couldn't find the gear, crunching the gears and then it wasn't looking pretty and it doesn't look pretty when the car does that just like the learner driver but then they found the best gear was probably getting back into first and second gear and putting the hard mechanics together and it was those old pistons of LeBron James VKD down the line but what about don't forget about AD all this news all the coverage has been KD versus LeBron, KD versus LeBron. Now we go into it, AD had a good game. And he's unlucky not to get quite as many mentions. AD, 39 minutes, 10 of 17 from field goals, one of two from three. We wouldn't mind a few more of those, but a nice percentage. Nine of 10 from three throws. The seasons we've won, AD's been solid on the free throws. Uh, just those three offensive rebounds, but nine defensive rebounds for 12 rebounds. So Cade, uh, AD, 39 minutes. He's got 30 points and he doesn't get as many mentions as the LeBron uh, KD um, showdown. He's plus seven in the positive. He got three blocks. He got three steals, two assists. How handy are those to just the two turnovers? AD, he had a bounce back game. A lot of the focus is naturally LeBron and KD going head to head for the first time in five years, plus the heroics of LeBron through that fourth quarter. But AD, the bounce back game that everybody had been asking for. Manuel at Minnesota, 
asking, did the game go a bit like a learner in a manual car? Great question there. What about long live LeBron and KD, but don't forget AD? That was Teddo at Sacramento, and it's a good point. AD, the bounce back game. Here's our next question. Goodwood, the slider at Press Corp. Now, Slider, I believe he's a, a, some sort of journo at Press Corp, but Goodwood is Goodwood, Goodwood. Well, today he was. Everybody's been waiting for that three to catch a light. Uh, to his credit, uh, Coach Darmanham been playing him as, as really a second big or small forward, power forward. A couple of times it's looked like he couldn't really play power forward. He's more of a finesse game. He wasn't really going to fit in at centre all the time. So they played him at backup centre a few times in the um, off-season. But tonight, he found something between small forward and four, uh, power forward because he's up against a, a lean, tall forward in the form of KD. It looked a bit like he was at the back of a zone, but of course, the switches were coming and KD would end up on his side after being pushed and pushed. He had to go around to get the ball, find a spot to shoot, and the lean and long um, Christian Wood able to get a hand up in D. It was more a case of getting a hand up in D just enough and being quick enough when he lands to turn and grab that long, stretchy, go-go gadget rebound. So defensive rebounds, I thought, was where Wood really shone in that fourth quarter. Didn't find it on the three-point line. Didn't find it, unfortunately, in offense. But to our good fortune, he was a part of a defensive lineup that really put us in the plus in that fourth quarter run towards a win for the Lakers. Christian Wood, 21 minutes, as we said, offense, two or seven. None of two of those being from the three. Uh, he did at least get to attack the basket, which got him to the line a couple of times, three or four from the three-throw line. He's got the 10 rebounds. We talked about those defensive ones, uh, almost from the low back right area of the key, got out the hand and turned quickly and got eight defensive rebounds, um, two offensive rebounds. He's real plus minus, the best in the game, better than LeBron James, plus 23, 47 points. But seven points, it's the 10 rebounds. And how handy is that out of his 21 minutes? Total different game to anything he played at the Dallas Mavericks, at Houston, and even in his prime there at uh, Detroit. So the willingness to play a different game, could that continue? Is Goodwood good? It was good tonight. And um, well done, Coach Hammerwood, for figuring a way out. Could it work against all opponents with lateral movement, etc.? Who knows? But it worked tonight uh, that the opponent suited that long lean style of his in the long lean style of KD. Plus, don't forget, he's got the backup of Anthony Davis to protect him there and everyone else. By the time KD got the ball on that wing near Christian Wood's low post, he'd had to bump his way around as everyone was given attention there, like uh, Austin Reeves and Gabriel. And you've got AD and you've got LeBron. It was an interesting lineup and he had to work hard. He was getting a bit tired, perhaps as well and uh, it was a tough game for KD but Christian Wood well done and KD hit some really um, good contested shots so every time he went you thought oh he'll shoot over Wood he's got this uh, he'll shoot over the Lakers but to their credit something special was going on at least 
on this occasion, but KD didn't have a few players himself. Maybe it'll be different next time. On that question, they raised the question of where are Rui, uh, Reeves, Rui and Prince, did they go missing? Oh, I think that's a bit harsh. Um, I'm not sure that's fair on, on Reeves. He has had a slightly rougher start to his sensational finish to the season. Let's have a look at Reeves. 28 minutes, four of seven on shooting, not the end of the world. One of two from three, again, not bad percentages, but why can't he find? a few more opportunities to hit that through, or at least take some attempts. Um, two rebounds there, one offensive, he always sneaks in, surprises people for a little offensive rebound. Just the one assist though. So if he's running the offense, no wonder LeBron's saying, oh, I can play point if uh, Reeves is getting, uh, in 28 minutes, one assist. One steal, he's always good defensively to surprise people. Just the one turnover, very safe with the ball. Uh, five personal fouls, he found himself being run into a bit. I thought a couple of times he might have had a charge. What do you got to do to get a charge on KD? Looks like you've got to do more than uh, Austin Reeves did. Uh, minus 11 and just the 10 points. But I don't think it was such a disaster. He just hasn't found quite the click that he had uh, going in the off-season, the postseason late last year, and the um, FIBA World Cup games where Coach Kerr was playing, and he looked like a star there. So Austin Reeves, I don't think it's a disaster. Fans are on top of him, the media's on top of him. I think he's uh, he's there or thereabouts. But uh, the ones to worry about might be Rui. Uh, Rui finished the season sensationally last year in the uh, Western Conference Western Conference Finals, and got a pay rise, but Rui hasn't been able to find that form since. He might have been a little unlucky not to get a bit of an experiment again, but the game was so tight, I don't think Coach could quite bring him back on. He just got the 12 minutes and he might have deserved a better look because two or three from field goals, one of two from threes, they aren't bad percentages, two or two from the three throws, so 100%, gee, the Lakers could use that. But how about this? On the boards, nothing in the, a donut in defensive boards for Rui, a zero in offensive and zero assist, not that he's an assist machine. One steal, one block, that's handy. He's a good size, Rui. We need more of that, but we need a few more boards as well, please. Minus 13 in his real plus, seven points there for Rui Hachimura. So, Taylor, two cities, two bigs, Rui with the seven, Wood with the seven. Rui minus 13 in his time on there, but Wood's seven. One of his lowest scoring games compared to recent years has ironically been one of Christian Wood's best games. So great questions there from a dude called Magic at Figueroa. Good to have some Los Angeles-based questions there. Magic at Figueroa and Slider at Press Corp. Now, is 84, 87 a frozen time? Is there a mystic combination as well as would people like to freeze the time of LeBron and KD who embraced after the first contest they've had in official competition in five years? That question there is a really good one. 84-87, what is special about it? It was frozen for four minutes in the fourth quarter of a highly contested game. How can that work? What's going on with 84-87? 
it's got to be uh, something magic about the numbers. I want people to go in and do the Googles. I know for those watching in cricket, the Australian cricketers believe 87 is something of a unlucky or, or mystical number because it's 13 of scoring 100. And because of that unlucky number 13, they find 87 is a, a sort of a time where the number of players that have got out in cricket, a bit like getting out in baseball, on 87 ha, ha, through history is some sort of magical number. 84, maybe that's a magic number in Lakers history and maybe 87, go back and look at 1984 and 87, but something happened and maybe it happened for Phoenix as well. But for some reason, they are frozen in time, 84, 87, that fans would love to see Frozen in time. This game could have gone longer between LeBron and KD. Thanks for the question. And go back. I'm going to go back and rewatch the game and see exactly how long it was frozen on 84-87. Something bizarre. Okay. Our next question comes from Mo from Memphis. Mo from Memphis. LeBron and KD embrace five times. Uh, sorry, five after the first time in five years in official competition mode from Memphis says, is that a case of game respecting game? Well, they both bought it. Uh, we forget a little bit about how LAT went in this game, but the focus, I think because of the minute restriction of that 29 minutes last game that uh, it was sort of was a, a soft uh, restriction, uh, allegedly, in the talk leading up, there's many media have questioned, why didn't you leave LeBron on? They got to within four of the great Denver Nuggets defending championships team. And then LeBron went off and by the time he came back on, it was 12. So I can understand the criticism, but this time Coach Ham told him, LeBron, I've got all my timeouts left. Can you go the fourth quarter if we need to? The King, he said, you bet I can. I'll go the fourth quarter if we need to. And he did. And that's drawn the attention. AD, of course, had a great game. Um, KD also getting a little bit tired, but it was like two orchestra conductors trying to conduct the <laughs> KD would take the ball uh, instead of the point guard. They haven't got a lot of point guards, but the guards from uh, Phoenix and um, LeBron would like to take the ball back just before halfway and halfway and virtually conduct. So two great conductors or two magicians going against each other down the fourth quarter after, like Manuel said, like a manual that was clunky for the first three quarters. It looked like who could win the non-LeBron minutes and the non-KD minutes would be the key to winning this game as each team would go on a run while they were off. But the beauty of that was it wasn't any of that at all. It came down to the fourth quarter, head to head, KD and LeBron with a few notes uh, such as Phoenix missing a couple of players there as well. Um, here's another great question. The Should uh, Jackson Hayes wear 0 And that's from Owen at Orange County. So let's have a look at this Jackson Hayes story. He hasn't got much talk in any of the post-game chatter, but he was a bit unlucky not to get back on. He's a guy that's had six minutes. Now, why the, um, and a positive three. So someone who can affect the game positively with the zero, zero that people are saying could possibly be his numbers. I'm not sure if that is Robert Parrish numbers. I'm sure fans will uh, put back down on the comments. But Jackson Hayes, zero, six minutes, 
a positive plus minus, so affecting the game without necessarily scoring. Zero is zero for field goals, of course. That means zero is zero from threes, zero is zero from free throws, zero offensive rebounds. This is the end of the zeros though. Two on defensive rebounds, two total rebounds, of course. Zero assists. He hasn't looked like a bad passer in a couple of the preseason games, which was a surprise. I didn't think it was a feature of his game. Well, it hasn't been a feature in the season, but uh, one steal, zero on the blocks, which uh, you think he might get one, but he was only on the six. Uh, so a series of zeros and, of course, zero points. So a bit of a cheeky question from Owen of Orange County, but should uh, Jackson Hayes change his number to uh, zero, zero? Um, has that been a number in the Lakers' history? There's a question for the Trivial Pursuit fans of the Lakers. Um Let's move on to our next question. Let's have a look. Now, again, we've been waiting for a reference like this. Is it a case where Ham cooked Vogel on fourth quarter defence? Darwin V.E.R. Frank Vogel. And there was a nice tribute to Frank Vogel. If you can go back, watch the game, there was a tribute because this is the first time Frank Vogel's been back as a coach against the Lakers. So the first time he's back in the stadium, of course, because he had the blo- uh, bit of time off after being released by the Lakers to get Darwin Ham and a nice little video tribute. Have a look at that from the Lakers in the season they won in 2019-2020, the famous bubble season. But Frank Vogel, famous for defence. So I like this question from Sean at Abbey Takeaway, who should know a little bit about Ham. Uh, the irony there is asked the question, did Ham cook Vogel on fourth quarter defence? But Frank Vogel's specialty is defence. So Ham cook Vogel, yeah, good one. I like it, I like it. And in the fourth quarter, yes, something happened for the Lakers. If you can go on that run in the fourth quarter, that is magic and you deserve some credit for your own defence, Ham versus the famous Vogel. Can the Lakers win without Shafino? D Styles at the nation capital. I hope that's not a joke at the expense of Shafino, but the Lakers did win, of course, who they were without some players themselves. And I think that's what D Styles is pointing to. The Phoenix Suns were without Bradley Beal, of course, and Devin Booker. So without that talent, question mark on um, the win perhaps when they get into the rematch, but we needed the win, a win's a win, and uh, it's against one of your key opponents in the Phoenix Sun. The West's gonna be tough. It was tough for, we'll take the win. What about this one? Did Phoenix suffer from the burden of guilt being weighed down for cheating? Cheating in getting true Eubanks. They've been caught cheating. Uh, we said, go back and have a look at our previous podcast and YouTube, I think it was two shows ago, when they played in the uh, last game of preseason. And we said, we would have taken Drew Banks, Drew Eubanks, particularly first, and then seen perhaps if we could have got Wood. We were waiting for Christian Wood, but Drew Eubanks, he's an asset. How did they get him so quickly? Well, looks like they got him a little too quickly. A bit like Seinfeld when they said Poppy got a little sloppy. Looks like they got caught. Um, I guess we won't criticise too much because maybe a team we support might get caught in the future. And I'm sure they won't be the last team. But a little bit of, uh, look, going in a bit too early and uh, they've been caught out. And they'll lose a second round pick in the draft for that uh, shame.
So let's talk about what's next for the Lakers. Well, coming up, they've got some good opponents. So we've just finished uh, Phoenix at home, which was nice to get a home game. On Monday, the Lakers will play Sacramento. They've got Sacramento next at Sacramento, then back home to LA to play Orlando, then the, oh, another of the rivalries, the Clippers at LA. So the uh, Sacramento, Orlando, uh, the Clippers, and then the uh, return game with Orlando. So that's coming up for the Lakers. Thank you for watching. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, and